Welcome to Movie and a Beer, everybody. This is Dan bringing us in, and we have our awesome, wonderful friends and co-hosts with us on this wonderful Halloween Eve. Or do we? And we watched a scary movie. We Gentlemen. Did. This is Aaron. I'm your parka expert. I'm Blake, and I know I'm real. And I'm Brian. Maybe I'm a thing. Oh, there you go. So we uh, watched Swamp Thing. No, <laughs> Swamp Thing. No, we watched <laughs> The Thing, the John Carpenter 1982 mm-hmm. remake of The Thing, which is based off of like a short story the, kind of thing. You, you originally the, off the novella, okay. uh, and then they made a movie, The Thing from Outer Space, I think, from the 1950s. Yes, and I've seen part of that. They changed, the, they changed a lot more. They changed a lot more the story for that movie. Th- this one's more more accurate to the original novella. Yeah. And that was in black and white. And this one is not in black and white. This one is full color. Lots but of But John Carpenter did make sure to have muted colors for everyone. So when the uh, special effects popped up, they really stood out. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the base of the story, we we knew what we were going to watch. Yes. I stopped at John's Marketplace in South e- or Southwest Portland, down in Multnomah Village. And I found three beers that were collaboration beers. Because having seen the thing before... The thing, it infects you and then duplicates you and absorbs you. Sure does. And that's like a collaboration. I, I totally did this without the, like, I was like, oh, hey, yeah, that, that makes sense. It's a wonderful artistic moment that no one really planned, but it worked out really well. It did. I originally just looked for cans that, that are like breweries I knew that had interesting artwork and beers I had not had before. One of them I have had before. And the other two I had not. Uh, so we had two IPAs and a sour, and we'll talk about those in a little bit. But first, we're going to digress a bit into the thing. So if you've not seen this movie, it was remade back in the 90s? Uh, no, 2000-something. Okay. Mary Elizabeth Winstead was the lead. It's essentially a prequel. Yeah. Huh. So it, I, it actually, from what I've read, uh, I haven't gotten around to watching it. The end of that movie leads into the beginning of this one with the Norwegians shooting at the dog, air quotes. Yeah. So oh, and I guess we're going to spoil it because it's a 20-plus-year-old movie. 40. 40-year-old, yeah. It's 40-year-old. 40-year-old. Anything, 40-year-old. Over 20, anything over 20, I count. 1982. Anything over 20, I count as just... It's, it's 40. You, dude. You, you, it's yeah, old. This, this film came out before you were born? Yeah, I'm, but I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm trying to explain is, any movie that's 20 years old or more, you, there's no limits. Yeah. Like, you're good to get We're going to talk about it in, in depth because there's ah, a lot of it. amazing practical effects. This movie's so good. I, I don't it's think there's so any suspenseful. blue screen or green screen or anything. It was just all practical. And no CG. None. Right. None whatsoever. And well, maybe, no, there was there was a computer program that showed the diagram <laughs> of one cell ingesting and assimilating another cell. That it, it was like an old DOS graphic. program. It was, it an was. Old DOS like eight bit. It looked like yeah. asteroids. Was, Not even as good as asteroids. Barely like, better than Pong. Yeah. It, it was like Pong yeah. on your Atari twenty six hundred first generation like crappy like. But this is a tangent. It yeah. has very little to do with the movie. Right. Correct. So there's a an alien spacecraft. That the Norwegians discover in their Antarctic thing, they get taken co. They, the they dog, excavate. They excavate. They excavate. They pull something out of the ice, mm-hmm. and they discover, oh, hey, this eats people. So they basically blow their camp up, and they chase the dog that got away. Well, we, the viewer, we, we don't we don't see it unfold this way in the story, though. Correct. We just see the, the Norwegians are flying helicopters around trying to shoot a dog out on the ice sheet. Yeah, and and the dog lives. The Norwegians. Don't, don't. <laughs> and, and so there's there's no nobody available to talk to the American team that has their own camp. You know, I think they said it was five or six miles away. Yeah, um, or that no, was like an hour by helicopter. I think. Yeah, 
but uh, yeah, what they what they're trying to find out, you know, they're, they're, they they want to go and save the, the Norwegian. This is team. in Antarctica, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah, correct. And and Antarctica. Sorry. In the eighties, with nineteen eighty two. Yeah, with much. Not, not quite as top-tier technology as we have these days. But they, they wanted to go and fl- uh, fly a helicopter yeah. to, f- to save the rest of the Norwegian team. because they, they See what know. happened. Yeah, see what happened. And so they, they get to that to that base, and it's... Uh, it's a cluster. Ra- it's wrecked. It's burnt out. It's a burnt-out wreck. And part of it is just trying to figure out, well, what happened? What happened to that team? And there was something that was still... Well, it was in a clump outside in the snow, and it looked like it had been burned, but it was like... They couldn't tell what it was. It had human features, but not quite. Vaguely human-esque. Yes. And they decided, hey, here's a smart idea. Let's take it back to our base. Not too smart. Well, they got to figure out, well, every every good, quote-unquote, science team in any horror sci-fi movie is going to break science rules. Yes. Happens in Prometheus. It happens not as much in, well, I guess Alien, yeah. But basically every sci-fi horror movie, a scientist has to be stupid. Otherwise, there's no story. Well, that's not how they got infected. They didn't get infected from the corpse. They got nope. infected from the dog. Correct. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't the autopsy of this vaguely human-esque biomass. Uh, Although like when they put it away, it, well, when they put it away, it kept leaking. And the, there, there were two sources of infection. One was the dog, and one was the biomass, uh, because one of the guys was infected by the biomass. Yes, in the storeroom. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yes. There's a lot to keep track of. There's a lot of <laughs> different. And, I, they, so and they, they purposely don't tell you a lot of it, so you're left yeah. wondering who who is a thing, I, who's who's okay. And, and, and that's what one thing for this uh, this alien life form is that it can assimilate and have this the same appearance. It can mimic what whatever. Uh, other type of life form it's ingested. So it can have the appearance of a, of a dog. We've been calling it a dog. It's not. But it also can do that with a human. So And so part of what I think is fascinating about this movie is the way that the trust in the group completely breaks down because nobody is sure who is still human and who's not. And and the way that they try and, you know, test that and the way, like, I, I would have thought, like, get a buddy system, you know, don't ever be alone. But and, then uh, what if they're buddy with the thing and that's, now it's got... Two of the things. Like yeah. it's too late for the buddy system is uh-huh. what you're saying. The, if you're alone with the thing, the thing's going to win. It's, yep, only, yep. it's only in a, a, a group setting that you stand a chance because Correct. the thing yeah. will not express itself. Mm-hmm. Self-preservation. Alone and, yep. and, and we are dark. We are pro-thing here. I'm, I, I'm sorry <laughs> that the thing <laughs> yeah, died. We're thing apologists. We're thing apologists <laughs> because it's like the thing was just trying to live and y'all just keep like just trying to get home. Flaming it. Dang, America, dang Americans getting drunk on J&B and lighting well, our it, people it, on fire. <laughs> no, it crashed on this backwater planet in this inhospitable... You know, right, like, it, mm-hmm. There are nuggets of clues. The thing only wants to build a spaceship and go home. Yes, it right. does. And it, it's only killing to survive. Didn't this come out the same year as E.T.? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, it's the same thing as E.T. E.T. They just want to go home. I, I loved your crack, Brian, about how this is E.T. told in a different way. <laughs> it literally is. If you think about the story, how it parallels it. A lot of the film plays on humanity's inability to trust. I almost wish we what, knew what a good tale for today. Yeah, I right. I almost wish we knew if these guys knew each other before the station, because they only said second week of winter. But did they say how long they were there no, before? They, they all of that all because the Norwegians were there eight weeks, and the captain said like that's not enough time to go crazy. And Nas was like, "Well, come on, man! Like a week with Palmer, and it's already some you he know said five minutes with Palmer. Yeah, <laughs> like some joking around with the guys. Like sure, but then yeah. that." 
later turns into, well, maybe I don't trust you. Maybe I've never liked you. Well, in, in early scenes, they clearly are on each other's nerves already. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, so I, I'm thinking it's six it? weeks into their tour. It seems about right. And they've got to stay over winter, so they're looking at three to six months of uh, hanging uh, with these a-holes. And hanging they with were, the homies. Yeah, they had the, the VHS <laughs> of the, the game show, and uh, one of the characters said he'd seen it already. And yeah. So, did, so like, they spent long enough there. That they're already like afraid, and they're already like, they're, like running out of entertainment. Yeah. yeah, their their nerves are already on edge. Right. Yeah. And, and now an the, alien organism, an that, alien yeah. could be anybody. Yeah, and it and it was them. That's the whole thing. It's like you don't know. Oh, you're. Oh no, it's just one or two. No, half of them were already aliens by the time they figured it out. I'm just gonna spoil the crap out of that one. No, oh, that's fine. There, there were. A I lot. I loved how John Carpenter made sure you never really knew. Like uh, the scene when the dog goes to uh, that silhouette in the trivia, that's none of the actors. He got someone from else in the crew to be the silhouettes. You can't tell who it is because mm-hmm. Kurt Russell's got that huge hair. Blair, I forget the actor's name. Uh, Wolf Di- Diabetes, yeah. Uh, Wilford Brimley. He's bald, so like clearly different head shapes. Yeah, like you, you don't know. Uh, they got, we got a few POV shots of something with the uh, that wonderful music playing, where you don't know who it is. It's just slowly walking down the hall. Looking around, getting assessed. Like, all right, where can I get my next victim? I, I, I don't like horror, and this movie is in my like top ten. I love this movie so much. Yeah, well, this movie is an intersection between horror, suspense, yeah, and even drama. It mm-hmm. is. It's very mm-hmm. dramatic. It it has a lot of and, and sci-fi. Even. It, there's, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's sci-fi elements because there's alien and and I told the guys when we're watching it in the first opening scene is the spaceship crashing and we're like I don't fucking I have no clue I've not remembered that at all I don't remember that in the first time I watched it that's because the, the most iconic mm. scenes are uh, the blood test everyone freaking out just yeah the dog scene the dog transformation scene Ooh. it doesn't even actually feel like it was like an hour and a half long Hmm. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It, it, nah. it, it's a very entertaining, enjoyable it, film. Keeps you suspense driven and attention the, to the film. The pacing on it was really, really well done. Yeah. The the music I think was really, really well done. Um, most of the, most of the dialogue, most of the acting was really well done. And then you know the practical <laughs> effects. We were talking about that the whole movie. How well done those. But, you know. uh, talking yeah. about the music for just a second. So I noticed a lot of modern movies have score wall to wall. Yes. Mm, just background non-stop. score. stop And and this film has a very Silence. specific yeah. score, but it only shows up at certain times to highlight the suspense. To heighten the tension. Yeah. 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 And that was used to a good effect. Like it was yeah. it was yeah. a very effective. Huh. Yes. And and the rest of the movie is dry. Yeah. And uh, you know, something we noticed in the first scenes, there was a lot of handheld camera. Yeah. To kind of give us the feeling that it was almost documentary, that we were mm-hmm. almost seeing something real mm-hmm. unfolding. Real kind of immersive, and, yeah. And I, I think the music helps that. We're we're seeing we're hearing the natural sounds of mm-hmm. what this environment is like. We're there living it with these people. It's a more immersive. If there's not yeah. a score, it's more immersive where you feel kind of you're like you're fly on the you're wall. Right there. You're right yeah. there. Right, no. I thought it was hilarious that the, you know they're using this VHS top loader, which I'm like, I know how to use one of those. I know how to set the time and date on those. That no, I, no, it I'm just really says twelve o'clock, myself. right? Yeah, <laughs> I dated myself really hard with that. I was like, it's oh, twelve o'clock somewhere. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they did some rough recordings, the Norwegians, and I'm air quoting Norwegians. You mean the Swedes? The Swedes. <laughs> they're Norwegians. <laughs> they recorded. 
on a video recording device, which went straight to VHS, some of the information of them discovering the ship and then digging out a thing of ice with the monster. And you're just like, why would they have done that? I'm like, to me, I'm just like, they, they, no. they were thinking it's like a big find. Like we're going to well, be famous. Yeah, for they're, this. they're documenting the scientific discovery of the, of have, the year of the century. Right. This is the problem I have with every freaking sci-fi movie. They live on Earth with other sci-fi movies. This shit has already happened. I've seen this in TV and in the well, movies. It's this, I don't want to do that. I That's think it's the same thing. role as zombie movies, where they never, no one ever knows a rule in a zombie movie. It's like it's as if there's no zombie culture. The closest they get is when Shaun the Dead references the Z word. Yeah, but it's. I think it's the same rule where it just there aren't aliens. Like Independence Day, everyone's like, oh heck yeah, aliens, with no idea of like oh. Like if they had the the day the earth stood still, I don't think they would have greeted them as warmly as they <laughs> no, did. Not at all, and that's the problem I have because like, hey, these people. This is like 1982, and there's been plenty of sci-fi movies that uh, have come out. popular culture. If they're showing TV, what was the Spielberg music-based one? What the, uh, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind? A Were they? Kind. That was third kind. There's a different movie, a fourth kind, I think. Close but, Encounters of the Third but, Kind. But uh, yeah. Richard Dreyfuss, like Dreyfuss, yeah. like those were. Peaceful aliens, right? Yes. Okay. In a, in a way. So a- alien, a- alien propaganda. Lots Pro-alien of, propaganda. Lots of, lots of probing going on but there. <laughs> to Dan, if I, if I understand your, 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 uh, your criticism, if I can call it that, but is that you, you think critique. The, chari- the critique is that, is that the characters should be aware of this kind of you know, body of culture. Yes. And that they should you know, identify the, the tropes and avoid them in the decisions that they make in the, in the storyline, right? Correct. Like that's the, but they're also there vaguely to, in Antarctica to do science. Right. Like they're not going to not do science because they watched a movie. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, Dan, you're the fun to watch movies with. <laughs> so everyone has a role. <laughs> no, no, no. Not think, everybody does a scientist. The, no, think of the Swiss who dug up the, the, the Paleolithic hunter in the Alps. Oh, Are you uh, talking Encino Man? No, I love that. I'm, movie. I'm talking <laughs> in real that next. <laughs> yeah, Re- real life. The, the Neanderthal guy that yeah, had but they, and they dug like, up. Yeah, and they found he had like. Uh, well, uh, if you found an alien in the ice, you dig him up too. Yeah, you would definitely <sighs> want to analyze and study. Now, you and, might put him at CDC with certain guards. You, you definitely uh-huh. would have hazmat suits, which they yeah. did not in the in this movie. They didn't have proper Nothing. cold they weather gear in this movie either. Barely <laughs> had rubber gloves for I, autopsy. I was, I was like, oh yeah, we, we talked about that as we're watching it. We we're like, oh, that's so fake. It's like, oh, the, the director was like, oh, they wear goggles in the Antarctic. Oh, somebody ran down to the fucking convenience they store. They got and swim goggles. They got swim <laughs> goggles or some shit. And we're right. just like, what the? Oh my God, this is so cheap. I mean, you, you spent all, you blew all your money on the Practical effects and yeah. F- fifteen oh million, uh, a nice little chunk of change over a typical horror movie, which is maybe seven. But that's nineteen eighty two. Fifteen million. Oh yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Speaking yeah. of practical effects, Hell, of, for of just one point five of it went towards the practical effects alone. Yeah, they're amazing. See this movie just for yeah. the, the the prosthetics and and mm-hmm. and lots and, of and and puppetry. Lots of right. slimy air hoses that are flopping around. Yeah, but I mean it. it <laughs> and stomach mouths opening at up the and time, chopping down. Yeah. At the time, this was cutting, cutting edge. Cutting yeah. edge, and and amazing. even now, I mean, it, it would be hard to find somebody to to do practical effects this well. Yeah, right. I, I mean, was just thinking, like the the way that like uh, uh, some of the alien um, life form would like morph and change shape, and then like there would be like cla- uh, crab legs that would like you know pop out of a, a skull or something like that. How, how you set that up and how you make that work, like how you engineer 
a lot of stop motion. Uh, yeah, uh, with, right. Without CG, the, it, yeah, the right. like the tentacles towards the end; those were a little stop motiony, very smooth. But right. it, it looked but a little very bit well like done. A, they, oh yeah, they yeah, yeah, would yeah. never do this today without CG. Oh God, they, they put CG on guns. It's annoying. Yeah. So this was shot in Los Angeles because they had sound stages that they had to refrigerate down to forty degrees. To get fake snow, to get the fake breath, yeah, to yeah. get the breath, oh, to get the yep. breath showing up. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. Sure. I was gonna say I didn't see any snow melting, I didn't see any mud, I didn't see anything. I'm just like, okay, it's cold enough, stuff stays frozen, and if it's forty below zero, any exposed skin mm-hmm. freezes on in like two minutes. Contact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so I'm just like them running around without face stuff on, and and like the very opening, like you see Kurt Russell come out of his little shack and he's wearing two a t-shirt. T-shirt. Yeah, a, a t-shirt. I'm just like. Oh, he'd be dead. Right. <laughs> it's like, right. right. Okay. I mean, if you can suspend and get beyond that. Hell yeah, I can. It's, it's, I, I love suspending disbelief for stuff this, like that. This, this movie's amazing. Great, this is a yeah. great film to watch. Um, Very entertaining. I, I'm I, curious. I've seen it four or five times, still yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. It's a good I, film. I'm curious. Uh, Aaron, you haven't seen this before today. Correct. How? D- what did you think, even with our, uh, our, our uh, Mystery Science Theater jabs occasionally? And. <laughs> You're, you're having watched we're, uh, we're recent television. We're uh, so for the listener, just so you know, when, when we watch a movie, uh, it can be hard to to immerse yourself in that movie because there's the constant barrage of jokes and bullshit. Comedy. Look at Dan. Look at Dan. I talked to Brian quietly because uh, we've seen it already. Uh, <laughs> so just understand if you're if you're expecting the experience of like you're going to watch a movie and completely get absorbed in it. Uh, like there, there's going to be a running commentary from uh, from the peanut gallery. A little at all bit you, on this but, one, a little bit. Please, but, yeah. please, haze on that gallery. Uh, but it's uh, Filbert, Filbert gallery. No, <laughs> no haze but, on that. We're in but no, it, it was a good movie. Uh, kind of interesting story. I kind of you know I, I like where um, like the, the the direction that it took in terms of how the pl- the plot moved and 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 how it unraveled. I mean, there there are you know clearly some parts of the movie are a little bit I think dated. Um, with the way you know communications, c- computing technology, I think even flight has changed. And for me, you know, growing up in a cold weather climate, like I know about parkas, I know the, the things that they would be wearing, and that was hard for me to be like, he's wearing a flight jacket that like he would die in two minutes, like that. Yeah. No, but there's a lot to like in this movie too. Um, I, I think the way that the characters were portrayed and the way that their trust with each other kind of eroded and, and the, the way that the characters responded to the situation and developed that, that had like a, an unusual level, level of like attention to detail or, or thoughtfulness um, as compared to a, a lot of other horror movies. And so like, I, I think it was really well done that way. I'm, I'm always, I think most interested in like, you know, characters and what's the, you know, the psychological, yeah. yeah. yeah what were the relationships with each other and all of that? And, and like th- this had some, you know, meat on the bones. This, this was, this was the biggest horror thing was you can't trust your, uh, your friends. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we liked it. Critics hated it when it came out. Yeah. They, they tore it to pieces. They're like, this is just another schlock fest. This is awful. And John Carpenter took it really hard. Mm. And then later, luckily he was you know, validated because people realized looking back, Oh, this is actually very well made. It, yeah, like we. This Everybody is well done. Likes this film. Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, regardless, one it, like, it has aged very well. Yeah, in, in spite of the the communications, uh, it, the it's computer not, banks. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's yeah. not evergreen, <laughs> but it still has an audience. Yeah, mm-hmm. people remember this film fondly. Oh I, yeah, mm-hmm. the thing. I got to see it on a big screen a few months ago. Uh, Regal Cinemas like thing where they show uh, like old movies on big screens. Like I got to watch it. 
it, like in a theater, and it was a blast. I, I will say, like, I do feel like maybe I missed out a little bit because I didn't see this with my cousins when I was like twelve or fourteen. I didn't see this in the late eighties or you know, like when I didn't see it till like, maybe two thousand when I was just uh, in a big watch old movies binge. Mm, yeah. But no, I, that, does that answer your question? I, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we also talked a little bit about how it ends. Yeah. It ends there and you're just left hanging. Doop, you're doop. like, what? Uh, on the music, it kicks in when Childs drinks the uh, the the liquor. Correct. Which could be a hint as to his status. You also don't see any, any of his breath. I, I was you see Kurt Russell's that, yeah. lots and lots. It's really obvious, and Childs is just no breath coming out. He had kind of a bullshit excuse for where he was. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, you just never know. So the end of the film, mm-hmm. but it's still left very vague. We dupe dupe. A, a lot of horror films leave you with a idea that maybe it's not quite over. Yeah, but, like the, but, like a, a hand coming out of the lake. You're in Freddy's nightmare at the end of Friday Nightmare on Elm Street. That kind of thing. Yeah, but the the hero, the antagonist, still kind of got away. There's still some hope. You don't know he's not an alien. I mean, at that but, point, because but it, this we don't, film. So we we the thing is is like okay the thing let's let's talk a, a, for a moment is about the name of the movie <laughs> the the timing and the time lapse and the time jumps that occur while they're at the base because dude dug a freaking tunnel down underneath Kurt Russell's his character Shaq yeah character, but if he could grow a dog head out of his arm and have the dog just gnaw on the snow to go through or like that that could you could do that in like two nights yeah. So that's the thing. Is and like, he had a ha- half-built spaceship, too. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, how long were... Th-? And, and they don't... And, and that was asked while we were watching. Yeah. It's like, how long were they not in paying attention it, it, in this it, and that? And it's it's like, un- oh. unclear, like, the passage of time. Like, how, how much time had, had I had think gone, it's two, ish, two to three days, the entire events of the, of the movie. But, I, again, it's, it's vague. It's very vague. They leave you wondering, because that's how it would be in real life if, yeah. like... Our friend group got infiltrated, and we all started wandering off and come back. Like, I don't know if anyone else is still human. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the doctor played a very interesting role in that they left him alone on his own, and they're like, oh, yeah, he's, they just want to survive. And they figured out at the end, it's like, oh, he's going to come kill us all or absorb us because, oh, or collaborate with us. Oh, you see what I did there? Dude, dude. As these beers <laughs> did. And and we do have beers to talk about too. I'm I'm trying to wrap up the segment up. Yeah, yep. I, I I would get more into the ending, but there's so much in this po- post credit, like in the uh, the th- uh, trivia theories. It's most of the the post the spoiler part is just people theorizing about it. Yeah, and Car- so, John Carpenter so the, just the end of it. the film to to follow up on my previous theory. It's it's not real hopeful. No, for well, it, for a variety of reasons. Yeah. It's ambiguous, we're, but ultimately we're we're mm-hmm. pretty sure that the thing is still there. Yeah. And yet to be rescued and then take a thousand, fifteen something. Take a lot, a lot of distance. Three and one quarter years. Three-ish years to to take over the whole entire world. Yeah. Because, I mean, the thing is, is it it can take over any living creature. But Does that include insects? But he he doesn't want to. He's trying to build a spaceship to get the fuck out of Earth. Yeah. (laughs) Who the fuck? wants to stay here <laughs> not right. it because it thinks it's cold it thinks the whole thing yeah. is cold and when why would he want to be here he it, just wants well, to get home but of course just like that. et but it's a yeah, comment exactly on, like et it's exactly <laughs> like et it's a, a, a comment though on the thing on the human mindset though to assume like it's not just going to try and repair its ship it's not going to just try and get home it's going to take everything we have it's yes. going to kill us all like 
that that's got, I think kind of an instinctual uh, fearful response that feels very human. But Brian, you're right. That that the thing wasn't trying to take over the planet. It, it was just trying to get home. Well, you don't know that. And the the doctor <laughs> had theorized. All right, Blair, it. take it easy. <laughs> the doctor had theorized in his notes that you know this thing may have you know eaten other planets in the past, but there's no evidence for that. We we couldn't possibly know. And it, it does replicate, but does it maintain the same intellect? And that's one of the things. Oh, it's starting to build a ship, and they're all looking at it like. What the heck is this? And oh, it's kind of a ship, but you don't, they don't, how the hell are they going to know? Okay, yeah, it looks like a little saucer thingy, but okay, yeah, I, I that's a plot hole that I, I'm going to argue. Well, why Maybe didn't it was thing just a hot alien hot tub? It I know, been. right? <laughs> hot tub time machine. He was, it was building a bed, it just needed to sleep. I don't but know. Why didn't the thing go back to the original spaceship that was crashed? Like you could know, repair right? that. Easy repair. Yeah, I mean, right. they only threw dynamite down in. May, it maybe it was just enjoying a tasty beverage, like oh, we did. My gosh, we did enjoy could've a been. tasty beverage. It could have been making a, an alien brewery to make some delicious alien beer. Yes. All right. So I don't know if I like it when it's overly ham-handed or when Dan misses it. And we keep talking. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going both of them. <laughs> we're we're going to take this moment to hey, say, Blake, let's talk about beer. <laughs> there you go. Nice, organic, clean, easy. Hanging out, everybody. This is movie and a beer, and we're talking about the thing, doot doot, which is an amazing bom, old bom. film from the early '80s. It was a remake from the bom, '50s bom. that yep. was based off a short bom, story bom. written in the '30s. Yep, yep. We had three beers to go along with this film. the The intent was to go seek out beers that I was familiar with the breweries and just yeah. wanted to find something new. And I ended up buying three collaboration beers, which you know this alien takes you over and collaborates with you. It takes your intellect and knowledge. The collaboration leaves you with some agency. This, although, this I've had, <laughs> although I've had nights after drinking too many collaboration beers, and I felt like how the thing looks the yeah, next morning. It was pretty oh, rough. Uh, Dan, tell us about our beers. <laughs> All right. So the first one that we tried. <laughs> Why not me? I can make stuff up. Uh, was a West Coast IPA collaboration between Matchless Brewing and Varietal Beer Company, and it's called Future Beach. Future Beach is a West Coast IPA. It's about 7.8% 7, 7. ABV. So it's a little bigger. It's not quite imperial. It's not quite a double, but it is big. And this is sort of a tropical hazy IPA that has Eldorado HBC 586, Yukonot, and Talus for the hot profile. So this is a really sort of traditional, but not super heavy, big New England juicy, even though it just says West Coast. It's a West Coast juicy IPA which I, I found quite interesting. If you read the can, it talks about that a little bit. It says, hey, we're just trying something new here. Does it really say that casually? Yes. Nice. No. I love when cans do that. They're like, oh, hey, here's a beer. Try it. We're trying something new. I think, this is, this I think this is my favorite of the three. Spoilers for our third beer. I'm not a huge fan of smoothies. And the second one was, it was okay. This first one, though, after it started warming up, it, the flavor wasn't quite what I was used to. It, yeah. yeah. I agree. I like the first one better. I, I thought it was kind of crisp. Yeah, yeah, I'd say crisp. And and uh, I don't know if it matched the film very well, but it was yeah. enjoyable to drink, mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. as the movie is enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the can art. So if you've seen the poster for The Thing, the reason I picked this beer is the can art has this kind of like hole above the name that kind of looks like the sun or something and then this color swirly radiant stuff and if you've seen the movie poster it's exactly the same thing the, yeah the it's, poster is an astro like a yeah. submariner astronaut outfit with did, it did you say out. the name of the beer dan yes yeah, so it's called future beach thank you 
So you can find this, like I said, I went to John's Marketplace in Southwest Portland. They have one in Southeast. They probably have it at both locations. Uh, Matchless and Varietal Beer Company uh, collaboration. Quite nice. The, I, the, I actually the thought McCready, also. I the thought McCready this one and the best. Blair of the beer company. <laughs> Correct. I, I think this one went better than the second one we had. Yeah. I like the second one, but I think this one was better match. Yeah. The second one that we had was also an IPA, but it wasn't a hazy. It was just a standard IPA. And this IPA was called Specific Void. And it's a collaboration between Fremont Brewing out of Seattle and Burial Brewing out of North Asheville, North Carolina, of all places. Hmm. La, I mean, East Coast to West Coast. Cross country. And I picked this beer simply because it has the heron that Fremont Brewing uses as its logo, but it has a bunch of eyes on it and a bunch of wings. It looks it's, like a biblically accurate angel. <laughs> it does. It's super creepy. Oh, yeah. But it also <laughs> looks like the thing midway through transition. Yeah. With, yeah. It's part dog, part Blair, it, it, all eyeballs. It ate it first, first hair. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. I, the thing in, set in Oregon. I'll, I'll, I'll write it. <laughs> so Fremont Brewing doesn't do crazy can art, whereas Burial Brewing does a lot of really crazy can art and interesting things related to different ways of killing people. So that's so why they won like that the, conference call is what you're saying. So the symbol <laughs> well, <I was> gonna <laughs> has like, it has like a sickle and a hammer pitchfork, well, and, a pitchfork and an axe. It's like, yeah, no, it's their logo is the logo has a sigh, a grain Scythe. sigh yeah. that you, well, something I was yeah. going to ask Dan, I know you're an expert with the making of the beer itself. Do you know what goes into meetings when it's a collaboration as far as the art? So imagine they both say, hey, I want to use these kinds of hops. Yeah, let's use these kind of grains and let's figure out a flavor profile we want. But for the art, is that a different part of the company, I guess? Or yeah, that, that's, that's they marketing just, department. Yeah, it's yeah. a marketing yeah. department. They usually just say one one or the other company will say, hey, we're doing this. And then they'll okay. do some concepts. They'll probably cool. pick out of the different concepts. And simply because, you know, this was probably someone from Burial who's like, oh, hey, yeah, Fremont. And this heron that's got like eight wings and 20 eyes and looks super creepy. Yeah, let's do that. And yeah, it's, I, it's, I think they've done a really good job because it's silver can with the label that got put onto it is clear, except for the design and then some black print. So it stands out really, really well, and that's what that, uh, I was drawn to it because mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, the thing! Oh, yeah, this yeah, it's a, like very nice can color. art. Yeah, mm-hmm. extremely nice." So the beer itself is about like seven and a half ABV. It's piney, grassy, herbal. It's got a, a kind of chinook forward pine grapefruit kind of s- almost spice to it on the mid. It's mm. a little sharper, as you guys mentioned. Yeah, there's a little bit of danky fruit backness to it. That I, and it's a it's I an taste IPA. a little not, chocolate in there. Okay, on my first sip, I, I, it's it's pretty bitter. So that's not. We, we know my palate sucks. Your palate's fun. <laughs> it's wacky. It's very full body. <laughs> this is this is not a. Neither of these are beginner beers. They're both pretty strong flavors. Yeah, they're pretty high in alcohol. They're over seven percent. So this one lasts longer, better. Like I'm still sipping on it because we forgot how short this movie is we're just sitting there watching it like yeah this is amazing oh man what's gonna happen next the movie's <laughs> over La- last couple of sips of the first can were a little s- not so good like not so good for me like didn't, sa- didn't, not sour but like yeah it was sour sour okay didn't do good when it warmed up okay, but this, so but this yeah. one holds out pretty well it, it yeah. it's still sipping and it still tastes pretty good so there you go different beers react different ways as they warm up before we get to the to the third smoothie beer mm-hmm. 
Aaron, you're still uh, sticking to your uh, no beer, your, your beer sabbatical. Uh, yeah, sabbatical. No, no alcohol. So how was name. the, would you have? A, he had a Schweppes again. Oh, I just had a tonic water again. Did, did it go all right with this movie? Or would you say that nothing uh, would work with this movie? You know, um, that's an interesting question. So the tonic water didn't freeze my balls off, you know, like Antarctica. <laughs> so, and uh, it didn't assimilate you like a thing. And it, yeah, it didn't strike me as like an alien thing. Uh, I'll, I'll have to think about like what. If you could pick any drink the, mm-hmm. to go with the, the thing yeah what would you pick because hellraiser i wouldn't want to drink anything but this i could pick some stuff to to, to sip along with it well I, i'm wondering if a um like a, 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 a strong 7-eleven slushy no that <laughs> what i was thinking is oh like gosh. a lime margarita uh it was oh, like yeah. huh. a lime margarita might be what i'd choose because that the hmm. acidity and uh the citrus but then also the slushy and the cold from the yeah. like Reflective that might be of the Antarctic and then uh, w- w- one of our characters was uh, drinking some J and B so yeah. I, before I poured it on a computer <laughs> yeah because he lost that, the chess that's, game that always blows my mind he's just goes bitch and just pours it right in the, 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 he the says cheating bitch he is does. what he said yeah. like, God McCready take yeah. it easy bud but <laughs> no I think uh, that would I would get like a really tart uh, uh, citric margarita is what I would choose interesting I like it. Awesome. McCready rage quits when he plays uh, online. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, he does. (laughs) This amazing third beer that we tried. I liked it. It Speaking of tart and uh, sour. sour So this is a smoothie sour. South American feel. So this is a collaboration between Brick City. Nothing's more South American than Antarctica. (laughs) So this beer traveled across the country. This came from... Brick City Brewing out of New Jersey and Abomination Brewing out of Connecticut. Oh, so cool. Abomination is who actually claims to put it out. And the can art is like a skeleton being eaten by bugs in a blender with a bunch of different citrus fruits around it. And Let me see it, that. I haven't seen that yet. And then it says, make sure it's dead, make sure it's dead, make sure it's dead. Wow. In big letters. So the whole thing with this. The can art's amazing. It's really amazing. That's why I got it. I was like, oh, you guys don't Good like Lord. smoothies. <laughs> You guys don't like smoothies, but I'm willing to try this. And this one isn't like I like what, smoothies. What most smoothie beers that we have had over the last year or two. This one is a little bit thinner. Didn't have as much pulp. Didn't have as much thickness to Which it. Which I did like. I, the thing I don't like about the smoothie beers is how thick and chunky it is. Correct. And I mentioned to the guys when I was doing research for this, I discovered. Well, I mean, so I'm talking about. I, I poured it into a small glass, and the small glass does have a whole lot of particulate matter. So there are some. I, I guess you would say fruit bits in there. Mm-hmm. It's not filtered at all. It's pretty thick. So this is made with soursop, S-O-U-R-S-O-P, which is, a, a again, two of the fruits that it's made with are from Central and Southern America that you don't see in the U.S. in beers ever. I've never seen them. Pink guava? It's a combination of strawberries and apple with a sour citrus flavor note. That's the soursop. And the second one is Karuba, C-U-R-U-B-A. Yeah. It's like a hybrid of a passion fruit and peaches. And that's what the fuzziness oh. is along with the pink guava that it was made with. Tongue coaters. So it's going to have that thickness. It's going to have... Is it like tannin? Tart. Yeah. Okay. Almost dry tanninic. It wasn't sweet at all. I didn't get any sweetness from this beer. It was just really you, 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 uh, medium body tart. The second thing you said was Karuba? Yes. Jamaica? Oh, you C- want to make it to Bahama? Oh, my Bahama. gosh. Really? <laughs> Give it up already. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> we just <laughs> opened <laughs> one can of this. And Blake's in the future Beach Boys. Yeah. All right. So thoughts on this From beer. The I mean, in, I know in, you guys, Inlet fellas. I would totally agree. We said when we poured it and smelled it and tasted it, we're like, oh, this doesn't go with the movie at all because it's like well, I almost would say movie. pour uh, like a shot worth and then drink it as you watch the ship go down. 
to throw off your taste buds for whatever else you have because you see the ship flying and then forget about it because they don't reference the ship until the norwegians yeah the the, the swedes (laughs) that's a running joke about mccready and not being racist towards nordic people not at all i i love them they're great probably so so brian you you are the fairly newer person to the sour smoothie yeah environment what are your thoughts on this one it was okay it didn't go with the movie we that's clear it was okay you know i've had some other sours and smoothies that I really didn't like. This was okay. It wasn't offensive. It wasn't offensive. It was drinkable. It was uh, it was fine. I wouldn't pick it off the shelf myself, yeah. but it was okay. Did, did you like it more because it wasn't sweet? Like it didn't have a, a sweeter, fruity, like it didn't have the sugar-sweet fruitness? Like? It, it wasn't really heavy okay. in any way. It, okay. yeah. it, it wasn't heavy in either the sour or the smoothie. Okay. Okay. It. I mean, yeah, I would also say it didn't really. It, it wasn't a beer. <laughs> it was more beer like than others. It was beer adjacent. It was beer adjacent. It was more like a. I mean, it really was. I'm like drinking a, some thin fruit juice. I, I went to cocktail Jamba Juice and got yes. something that wasn't very cold. <laughs> you walked in before Correct. it finished assimilating the beer, showing some disgusting beer smoothie hybrid with tentacles and shrieking and <laughs> and that yes. that. Yeah. that Yes. That uh, that noise going on. Okay, so collaboration beers. I mean, I I totally just serendipitously picked these out. I did it partially from the can art and simply because, hey, you know, we I want to do some different beers that I've uh, the future future beach. The first one that we had, I think, from Matchless and Varietal, was the best of the three. That went with the film. I yeah. we sat there and it's a tall boy and it's actually not that expensive. Uh, it's like f- four and a half. Five bucks per can. That's not bad for Tallboy, for you know microbrewery. And I think if they had a fresh hop version of this, that would have made it even Ooh. more exciting. But they don't. It would have been pretty good. So I'm saying that simply because I would add more vegetal flavor and more robustness to it. I think this one was really thin from a hop standpoint. It had some bitterness to it, but it wasn't super IBU heavy. Uh-huh. It doesn't have an IBU reading on it, but it does talk about you know West Coast IPA, but it still had a, a little hint of that New England haziness to it. So it was a hybrid hybrid style or just a mishmash or a collaboration. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. I did it again. Well, if we wait long yeah. enough, Antarctica will be a future beach, too. So It will. Yeah. That, oh, might now be, that might be a million or two years from now, <laughs> I guess. Now, or 10,000. I mean, who knows? Oh. Any other thoughts on the movie before we close this out? I mean, when you listen to this, it'll probably be a little late for Halloween. But if it starts getting snowy where you are perfect snowed in movie to watch yeah. <laughs> we had trapped with all your friends and family perfect in a single for building. november yeah, yeah. Oh, take a saturday you know uh, cuddle up on a couch grab a blanket and uh you know a couple beers like this, this would be a fun movie for just you know fun it, weekend viewing it's not crazy long it's a, it's some terrific early kurt russell acting there's there's only a slight moment of nudity and then a slight moment not even real nudity it's just like kind of partial nudity when was and the nudity i don't think the there is a nudity. The, when the guys were coming out the, of their the, rooms the first, the alarm, first alarm somebody was full nude really yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, i didn't I was know like, oh. you saw a male frontal nudity is that why oh, i started it. breathing really heavy <laughs> 
And I was huh. like, what was that? And then there's like just a little bit of language, but again, not any well, worse than anything else. It, this is not a movie I'd recommend to anybody under the age of twelve, though. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm like, no, it, this the, is this is a this no. Is let's a have kids have nightmares age. over huskies. Yeah, <laughs> high school age and dogs there, there do get some, killed. Some, yeah, so. there's some. Yeah. It's clearly not animal cruelty. Like Horror things. Real, real animal cru- but cruelty. No nudity. You feel sorry for the dogs. Yeah. yeah. Very little adult language. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just a bunch of shooting and blowing stuff Some up. Some drug and, and alcohol references. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not too bad, though. Not too bad. Yeah. I don't know. I think we all give it a thumbs up on that one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, as far as beer, again, you should just find something you're going to enjoy. I think just finding something you like and you know you're going to like. Because you don't necessarily want to be distracted from what's going on the screen, even though there's nothing you're really going to miss. I've seen this movie like 10 plus times, and I'm still, tonight, was watching like, all right, so what are they doing? Where are they going? Who, who could it be? Are they giving away anything? Yeah. Yeah. There's some great stuff. So it, any any thoughts on the, the movie before we close out or the these beers? you guys have any ideas on suggestions for other beers? The if you speak Norwegian, you might get a, a put, minor spoiler. Dan, put in some oh, foley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put in some Aaron, foley of Brian splitting open and shrieking as you are like, yeah. "Oh, man, it's a thing!" <laughs> yeah. So the the beginning has the Norwegians landing their copter and running after the animal that they were chasing, which is one of the dogs that they kept, and it gives away the whole movie if you speak Norwegian. Right, which I didn't. My Norwegian is not like I studied Norwegian when I was in college. I, I it's not uh, proficient enough that I had real spoilers. All I heard is like, "That's a thing," and I was like, "Well, okay." <laughs> <laughs> all right didn't quite get it I didn't, I didn't hear all the other stuff they were saying. i can't find it because this movie has so much trivia it takes forever to scroll through all of it but it basically they say in their in you know in norwegian get away from it it's an imitation of a dog it's not a real dog it's a thing get away from it you idiots and people when they first watched it who spoke norwegian were like well way to give it away bud like Car- it's john carpenter he's not gonna make up a language yeah no. all right so brian any thoughts on beers or the this film other than a thumbs up, it's a great film. Uh, it it's well worth watching again if you haven't seen it for a while. If you've never seen it, it's a classic. It is. It's very yeah. much a classic. And mm-hmm. apropos to the Halloween season, which we're on Halloween weekend here, so I, I think it was a good choice for us to watch. Uh, we're closing in on our hundredth episode. We'll probably do something special for that, but. As always, we want to thank you for listening and all the opinions expressed during the taping of this recording. Those are the hosts. We really want to thank you again for hanging out and listening and being willing to hear us digress about fun and interesting things. And I don't know. If thumbs you, up for everybody. Yeah, if, if you don't hydrate, you'll dehydrate. You In this will. case, dehydrating means you're going to get your skin flayed open and tentacles will fly everywhere. Or you'll just freeze in the Antarctic, you know, something like that. Freeze to death with an alien. Do, do, no, no hope. No hope. Yeah. Dude, dude. That sounds like a Star Wars movie. No, dude, dude. dude. (laughs) All right. So, this is Dan singing. Thank you for hanging out with us on this episode, and we'll catch you on the next one. This is Aaron. Thank you for listening, and thanks for being a real person. This is Blake saying, Yeah, I'm totally real. I'm just digging this tunnel for no particular reason. Screech. (laughs) This is Brian. Thanks for listening one more time. Make sure it's dead. Make sure it's dead. Make Make sure sure it's dead. dead. Dude, dude. All right. (laughs) Take care, everyone. (laughs) Bye bye. Dude, dude. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.